looking for an answer On the horizon I hear the sound Of a warrior trying to find a cure Doesn't matter if you're young or old Real shy, fly or bold Make a better place for our living you all that we're going to be getting ready for TV, and the funniest things do happen off air. Stop eating is all I can think about. We're getting ready to go to television, and we want you, the studio audience, to join us. So what that's going to entail, well, you have to stay tuned. I want to keep you hanging on because we're going to need you, the audience, to continue to support us as we go back to television. Now, we've done public access, and I even had a friend loan me some of their airtime last year, so we were able to put some um, stuff on WCCB. So this time, I don't know what channel yet, because it's not confirmed yet, so stay tuned, but we will have a studio audience, which means we're inviting you all to come in to meet the commentators in person, as well as um, be a, just be a part of the show. There's going to be some audience participation, like, for real, You've seen it on TV, so we're going to be on TV doing stuff that we've seen on TV, okay? (laughs) Stop eating. We're getting ready for Attorney Brown coming up in just a moment. And get your pen and paper out because you know that class is in session. This portion of This Needs to Be Said radio show is being brought to you by the Law Office of Marjorie J. Brown, PC. All right. Happy New Year, Attorney Brown. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm almost in the February. <laughs> oh, you know, I know, I know. And I, I cannot believe that it's already almost February, really. <laughs> I just said Happy New Year. I feel like I did. And now it's already happy second month of the year. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. It's flying past now, already, so. It's on skates, 
on rollerblades. Now, when I saw this topic about scams, I thought about all those times I wish that those emails that I was getting about that lump sum was really true. Like, maybe I do have a lost relative, you know? Um, <laughs> you so I thought about that it. instantly. Yeah, are you, are you, I mean, you count the zeros and everything and fantasize about it, but seriously, this is a very serious topic, and I want to go ahead and turn it over to you and let us know um, about the scams, how we can protect ourselves. You know, do what you do, and I hope there's a story in this unfortunate Story, but you know, <laughs> it always well, you know, some of the, yeah, some of these, you know, I, it, as everybody knows, I like stories, and uh, some of these have happened to you know clients of mine. I, I had a client call me. Um, it was before Christmas, and she called almost in tears because she had gotten a phone call from the IRS, and they said that there was a problem with her past tax return, and they had been trying to reach her, and she owed the money, and that. There was a warrant out for her arrest, and if she didn't pay wow. all of her fine now, that she was going to be arrested. And, you know, I deal a lot with seniors, and so she was terrified, and she didn't know what to do. And she called, and we calmed her down, and we said, dear, that's a scam. That's somebody trying to get your money because they don't want you to send a check into the IRS. They want you to go and get a, you know, a prepaid card or, you know, uh, a reloadable debit card or something like that and put uh-huh. money on it and then call them back with that number so they can get the, your fine off of that. Well, you know, if they're asking you to do it like that, that's not the case. You know, and, and also let's just make something really clear. The IRS doesn't call people. The IRS does right. not call people at all. Um, they, they'll send a letter. That's how they communicate, and then you call them. So, you know, if uh-huh. the IRS, if, if you know, if somebody calls you and says they're the IRS, no, you're not. You know, <laughs> just just know uh-huh. in your head, no, it's not the IRS. You know, um, scammers have gotten really ingenious because we had somebody, you know, they looked up in online and found the name of a judge and called someone and told them, you know, this is the office of judge so-and-so calling, and you missed jury duty. And there's a fine. Otherwise, there's a bench warrant for your arrest because you skipped jury duty. Uh-huh. And people start wondering, wow. well, did I miss something in the letter? You know, did I miss something in the mail? And they mention the name of a judge that, you know, you probably have heard, you know, that you know. It's like, this must be the judge's office calling. Oh, my goodness. You know, what do I need uh-huh. to do? Well, you need to go and get this card so that you can pay this fine because we're not going to take your – we don't want to take your, your credit card. You know, we just want to make sure that the money is there. So you, you need to go put this money on this card and call us back. It's, it's, that's not the case. You know, one of the things uh, that we tell people is that, you know, the tips is that if they want you to go out and get a debit card or a reloadable card in order to pay for something, that's not it. You know, we we have, um, you know, another one is where, like you said, this utility company calling. We're going to turn off your power. You know, it gets cold at night. and. Uh-huh. People are worried, okay, did I miss my bill? You know, did, is is that what happened? Uh-huh. And, and what do they do? They go ahead and try and pay them because they're worried that their money, I mean, that their power, I'm sorry, is going to be turned off. So that's their worry. That's their concern. They prey on the things that people are concerned about. Am I going to get arrested, you know, or during the wintertime, is my power going to be off? Those type of things. So, uh-huh. 
so, you know, those are some of the scams that are out there. And I'm going to go through different types of scams that are going on out there just so that you have an idea of the things to look out for. Um, another one is is basically kind of called a caregiver scam. So let's say you are a caregiver. You're, you know, you offer, you go online, and, you know, there's some legitimate sites, care.com, Sitter City, those type of things. Those are legitimate sites where people find caregivers. You find babysitters. You find all sorts of caregivers on that site. So you put your information out there because you're a caregiver. And then somebody calls you with some sob story. You know, we need you to take care of my loved one. We're going to be moving to the area. or You know, some some reason or another why they need some packages delivered to your house. Uh. And so we're going to have them delivered. So if, if if so, we're going to send you a check. You know, we just need you to hold them until we get moved in and situated. So we'll send you a check. You know, the things may cost one hundred fifty dollars. So we'll send you a check for two hundred dollars. So you get to keep the fifty for your time and for you know for keeping the package for us. So if you'll uh-huh. just go ahead, you know, we'll send you the check. You deposit it, and if you can just go ahead and make the payment for the item. Well, oh, okay, you know, so you're thinking you've, you've talked to these people. They sound like they're legitimate. They, you know, they, they're concerned about their loved one. They're in a hard situation. So, okay, I'll do that. And then you get the check in the mail. You deposit it. You go and you call a third party, which, you know, is going to be a fake person anyway because uh, they give you the name and number mm-hmm. to call to pay for the item. Of course. And you give them your, you know, whether it's your credit card information or whatever in order to make the payment. And or even if you go get one again, a debit card to pay for it, <laughs> it's not real because that check is going to bounce. It's going to take you know a few days, maybe a week or so before the bank says this this check is bounced, and you've gone and you put money, your own money out. Uh, so uh-uh. so for that one, we say you know if somebody wants you to wants to send you money that you don't know. Whether it's um, you know, and then they want you to wire it to somebody. That's 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 a scam, you know. That that's a scam, because uh-huh. bottom line, what what is what is you know ninety five percent ninety nine point nine nine percent chance that this check is going to bounce and you've gone and spent some of your money, and uh-huh. and now you're out of your own money. And and everybody, please don't think that this just happens, you know, to somebody who doesn't think about these things. This has happened to attorneys. You really? Know, we had, we, yeah, we had you know different different bars have put you know have put out information, and so this was one where this was a scam that was going on with attorneys because they you know these people signed a you know online contract to be their client, and this is what they needed from them, and they went and paid for an item or another, and the check bounced. They're thinking they're helping their client out. <laughs> and so this happens. This happens to just anybody, anybody who falls for, the, you know, whatever the story is. Uh-huh. And scammers can be very convincing. Then wow. there's another one um, where, I don't know if you've, have you, over the holidays, this was a really big one, uh, but they're still doing it. You get an email that says delivery failure notification. I don't know how many of those yeah. I got. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I got them. Um, my kids who were ordering uh, gifts online got them, you know. And so that one, it says that, you know, the 
post office, FedEx, whatever delivery service, UPS has tried to deliver your package. You weren't there, so here, print this form out and then bring it out to the post office to pick up your package, and, and, and uh-huh. that way you'll, it'll take care of that. Well, you know, uh-huh. once you click on that attachment to print out that form, you just got a virus <laughs> or some type of a malware. Um, and, you know, I don't understand why somebody wants to do that to your computer. Like, what yeah, do they get I, from that? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and you know, other than, you know, uh, personally me having to go, hire somebody to come and clean off my computers because <laughs> my kids thought that, you know, that an order had not come in and they clicked on it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you would yeah. think that, especially if you legitimately ordered something. But exactly. then for me, because I didn't I didn't do anything by mail this time, and a lot of times I do order things by mail, but this year I didn't. So when I got those things, I was like, FedEx? No, I wouldn't have anything by FedEx, you know, coming through that way. And then you start asking me, everybody in the house, did you happen to use my email address? So it does make you go crazy, but then, you know, being mindful not to click open something that, you know, you're not sure of. And there's some other ones. Not Maybe it's not a scam, but you're making me go through my email now because I'm like, I'm going to ask her about this. But you get some, and it's from a name you recognize, but then you open it up, and it doesn't say anything. It's like, to Catherine, from Catherine, but it's in your box. And there's a link or something to click. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you will, when you get an email like that, if you will take your mouse and hover over the name of the person who sent it, you'll be able to see who it came from. So it may have that person's name up there, but when you hover over it, you realize, uh, I just what did in the it. world yeah. is that? Yeah, he's like, I don't know who that is, and that's not them. So, right. um, so I don't understand that. So, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I I got one from my bank. Yeah, telling me that that they were going to have to put a hold on my account. This is another one. Okay, won't and they that make you jump real. into action? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. They look real. They will take. They you know. They will copy yeah. a logo and paste it into an email and make it look real. And so you think, oh, oh, wait, I have to update some information or they're going to hold my money in my account? What the heck is going on? And so, but, you know, what do I do first when I get things like that? The first thing that I do is I go and I hover my mouse over who sent it so that I can uh, see, is this really the bank? You know, <laughs> I don't wow. think this is really the yeah. bank. But mm-hmm. but then again, let me also add in there that your bank is not going to ask you to click on something and update your inf- your account information. They're not going to do that. And if you and if you believe that it's truly from your bank, contact your bank directly. Don't yeah. click on on whatever they've sent you. You contact your bank. Don't send your personal information through the internet because they're going to ask you your name. We need you to verify your name, your account number, all this stuff, just so they can get access to wow. it. I don't know if this is on your list or not, but what about financial aid? People are getting ready to get their taxes done, and they have to fill out financial aid forms for school, and you get these financial – because I'm I'm looking through my email now, but you get financial aid. And I'm like, okay, I know how I do mine every year anyway um, for financial aid if i got to fill it out for myself or my kids. But mm-hmm. me getting an email is not usually how it happens. But for those who are not familiar with how, you know, will your financial aid people send you an email and what it would look like. Um, do you have that on your list? 
I did not. I was. I. What's so funny was I had just started looking at that before before I called you, uh, because mm-hmm. I I was curious about that because I've got one in college now. I haven't gotten anything, um, mm-hmm. but you know what it's what it was saying was that if you get financial aid information and they want you to pay a fee up front, mm-hmm. it's not going to ask you to pay anything up front. That's that's a red right. flag. No. That is a red yeah. flag, you know. And if you get unsolicited offers, offers, um, you know that may be a red flag also. You know, come, you know, give us a call. We will discount it. You know, I have no idea. But for me myself, I've got to contact you first, especially if I'm going to be giving you any of my information. And mm-hmm. and even if you put a phone number up there. The the level of checking that I do, uh, some might consider a little bit paranoid, but <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I will I will Google a phone number, I will Google a phone number in an instant because you can find out who that phone number belongs to. Wow! And Good. so if if this says call this phone number and I Google that phone number and it says that belongs to a residence, or you know, I, that's not it. <laughs> That that that's not it. So yeah, I use Google a whole lot. I use the internet a whole lot. Just to a little a bit. A lot of information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, some might consider what I do paranoid, but it's 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 what I do um, because I'd like to know who it is that I'm about to call or who has called me. So, uh-huh. um, for example, okay, here's another one. This one is one that targets. Seniors primarily, I believe, where yeah, where the phone rings and you answer it. You know, I had this happen to another to another client, and they said, you know, hey, grandma, it's me. And you know, they paused mm-hmm. and I said, well, um, you know, you're trying to figure out who is this. So you're like, who is this? And they say, wait, you don't know who I am. You don't recognize my voice. And once they say that, you don't want to say you don't know a grandkid. So right. they try and place a name with it. You know, is it you know so and so? Yeah, of course uh-huh. it is. Wow. Then, and then they go into a sob story of how you know whether you know basically they need money. They've gotten into a situation, and please don't tell my parents. Please don't tell them because it would break their heart. If you can just help me out with this. If you know, if if you can, you know, if you can wow. send, if you can go and wire me some money, please, you know, or if you can send, go, you know, again, go out and get a reloadable debit card and give uh-huh. me the number. If you can do that, that would help me out so much. And please don't tell them. And you know what's so funny is the um, client of mine that got that phone call. She has uh, never been married. She's got nieces and nephews, but she has no grandkids. So when they called, her first thought was, who in the world is this? You know, because I don't have any grandkids. But she, she right. fell into their trap a little bit because she, you know, she gave, a, she gave a, a, a nephew's name. And they said, yeah. You know, again, you don't know, you didn't recognize me? Of course, you know. And so she sat there because she knew full and well, I don't have any grandkids. And so, you know, she decided, no, go ahead and listen to their story. So she listened to their story all the time thinking, why did I give them a name? You know, uh-huh. wh- what made me give them a name? And it was uh-huh. just that impulse reaction of, I don't want this person to think, I don't know who's on the phone. That's why. And, you know, and when they finished their sob story and, 
and started saying, so if you could send me some money and please don't tell my parents, her reply was, well, dear, I think your parents are going to have to know about this one. And they hung up right away. <laughs> they just oh. hung up. But it's what? it's a natural in, it's a natural instinct. You don't want the person, you know, somebody calls you and, and you know, they say, hey, Catherine, how are you doing? You're going to reply back like, you know, who's on the phone. Because you know what, I'm so funky that we got some mean people out there. Because there's, there's one person that, when people call me, especially when they're too comfortable, I'm like, who is this? Yeah, you don't know who this is? I'm like, no. And you know, my favorite is if it's a guy, especially if they think, you know, like you should know their voice. Uh-huh. No, I don't know who this is. So I'm I'm mean. So for the mean people, this might not work on. But for the nice people, the nice people, they, they do want to. They want to um, recognize a person, you know, and 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 when it's legitimate, you're like, oh my gosh, like we talk every day, and you don't know who I am. Yes, I can see a person feeling bad about that. Right. I can see a person feeling bad about that. You can't help me. And my family know not to call me and ask me for money. I say no first. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, I say I mean, no it, first. And Maybe that, everybody and should honestly, practice that. Just say no first. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Really, you know, man, and even even. Um, you know, while this is not a scam, telemarketers, you know, for for charities, they'll call and they'll use your first name now. They uh-huh. will call, hi, Marjorie, how are you are we doing? We're not friends. I tell right. we're not friends. <laughs> you know, and I pause for a moment trying to figure, you know, trying yeah. to figure out who, who is this on the phone. And I, yeah. you know, and and because I say absolutely nothing, and then they go into who they're calling from. But... You know, I it <laughs> that irritates yeah. me a bit, but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> I, I'm, nother I'm just topic. imagining you like looking at the phone, like just being silent, just that's exactly holding what your I breath. Do. Like that's exactly <laughs> what I do. I, I literally, I look at the phone, going, who, "Who is this?" You know, and then when when they you know reveal that it's a telemarketer, my first instinct is now I'm irritated because why'd you call me by my first name? Because you don't know me. <laughs> you don't but, know me okay, like that. Again, exactly. again that, that, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Okay. So then, okay, okay. going on down my list, um, now you've got all these Let's different do this. websites. Let's do uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Let's take a short break, and then we're going to come okay. back and get back into your list, okay? Okay, no problem. For those of you who have downloaded our free phone app from thisneedstobesaid.com, thank you. Now what we ask you to do is tell a friend to download that free phone app as well. So they have that little blue elephant pop up on their phone when it's time for a show. Also, don't forget to join the text club. You're going to go to your phone and your text message um, service on your smartphone, and you're going to type in the numbers 81010. Then in the message you're going to put the at symbol and TNTBS. You want to have this because you want to be the first one to know when we have updates about what we're going to be doing in the television studio. Many of you in the This Needs to Be Said audience have already participated when we've been on TV before, but this time you want to be, you definitely want to be a part of this because we're going up a big notch this time. So we're not going to be a public access. It's going to be commercial television. You're going to get to do a whole lot of audience participation. You won't just be in the audience and clapping. You want to get excited about this. So that text club, you want to join it. It's also free. You can find that also at the thisneedstobesaid.com website. You don't want to miss this stuff. 
as we've been around almost six years, you've supported us, you've grown with us, come on and grow with us to this level as well. We don't want to leave you behind. We want to take you with us. Thank you so much for being here with us with uh, This Needs to Be Said. And don't go anywhere because we're with Attorney Brown of ncestatelawfirm.com, and she's really dropping some knowledge today. California property values are currently high. If you own a home in California, it's the perfect time to sell. Are you an investor who wants to purchase property in California? Are you or someone you know wanting to relocate to California? Now is the time. Let Natasha help you. Visit her Facebook fan page at Natasha's World of Real Estate. Are you looking to spice up your life with something fun and exciting? Well, how about being surrounded by paparazzi and fans all cheering you on? Crowds on Demand will provide you with bodyguards, fans, and paparazzi as you go to the mall, go out on the town, attend a PTA meeting, or whatever other occasion you can imagine. Check it out at crowdsondemand.com. Would you love to get rid of those bags under your eyes? Would you love a facelift, but you don't want to pay for an expensive and risky surgery? If you answered yes, and if you have a face, then you need to watch this two-minute jaw-dropping video. Do it now. Your face will thank you. Facelift2minutes.com. That's facelift2minutes.com. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. All right, we're going to get back into our conversation with Attorney Brown. Now, you were going back to your list before the break? Yeah. Yep, I, um, I was. The next one on my list was about website purchases. Uh, you know, there there are all these websites out now with you can get an iPad for two dollars, you know, or you can get yeah, an Xbox, yeah. or you know, you can get some big ticket item for really cheap. And so you're thinking, oh, this is a great deal. Well, of course, you know, um, if it's that great of a deal, it's too usually too good to be true. But when you go to these sites, you know, okay, so you can get an iPad for $50 instead of, you know, 300 Well, okay, well, what we need you to do is we need you to go and pay for it using a gift card. So you'll go to some other company and get a gift card online or whatever and get a gift card, and then you pay for it with that gift card. The problem there is that you're never going to get the item. And you're out the money. You are now out the money. And the transfer, once you transfer that gift card to them, it's irreversible. If you use a credit card, you can say that I didn't receive the item and you can dispute it and get your money back. 
if you use your debit card with your bank. Same same situation. You can dispute it. But if you buy a gift card and you give them that gift card, that transfer is done. It can't even be traced. Wow. And your money's gone. You know, wow. before the holidays, I remember we talked about identity theft and the the uh-huh. the lengths people go through to steal your money. And if they would just put some of that to good, <laughs> all the good that can yeah. be in the world. Think mm-hmm. about all of this. You know, you go. Somebody went through and created a website just for the purpose of getting you to purchase a gift card and give them that gift card. So that tells you how many people are actually doing this. There are mm-hmm. a lot. There are a lot of people. Then you know, here's another one. Uh, your computer. There are things that pop up on your computer that said you should, you know, click on this so we can scan your, you know your computer for whatever issues. And then the next step in there is where they say, okay, we've discovered these problems, contact us so we can get you the software that will take care of your problem, where you may or may not have a problem. Or you get a phone call. I got one of those where they said, we detected a problem with your computer. Well, um, no, you didn't. (laughs) I don't know. Again, again, I don't know you. Yeah. I don't know how you detected a problem with my computer. Uh, no, you didn't. You know, and that one I just hung up on. Uh, um, because how is somebody understand this? If you're sitting at home on your computer, how is somebody going to call you and say we've detected a problem on your computer? Yeah, I don't have an IT department. Exactly. <laughs> I wish, but. <laughs> I wish I did, but I don't have, you know, you know, we don't have them. Yeah. So nobody, there's not a problem. They're just trying to get you to pay some money because for some reason you believe, oh, wow, is there a problem? And, again, they'll try to catch you unawares. They'll call early in the morning, later in the evening when you're tired, and try and catch you, you know, at one of those off moments and get you to do this. Another one, and this one is a true one, honestly, there is a a virus out there where they will go and literally hijack your computer. I don't know how it appears, and I wish I could tell you know you more information about it, but it appears on your computer. This has happened. Um, there was a news article where it happened in a law firm, and the attorneys said, "Oh, we're not paying you money because what they say is that your computer is now locked." If you want to access your information, you need to pay this amount of money, you know, call this number and pay this amount of money. It's like holding your computer hostage. And this law firm said, oh, no, we're not paying you anything because they thought that their IT people could get around it. Their whole network was gone. And they had to start from scratch. And these are things that are popping up. So uh, we don't know why they target some people, what or how they're even getting in through some, you know, through d- different firewalls, but they are. And so for that reason, you know, back up your information on your computer. Make sure you've backed uh, it up. Wow. Uh, you know, a, a it's really not it's really not that difficult either. Someone showed me how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just get you an external hard drive. Right. You can move your, your things to that. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. that tech savvy, so if I can do it, you can do it. But find a way to put it. I think they have these clouds, they call them now. So make sure it's a trusted source. 
that you're putting your information on, but yeah, backing your information up is important. Or be okay with losing it all and having Ooh. to start over from scratch. Which is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. And I think this one, I, I was, it's called this, that software. I mean, that virus is. I think it's called ransomware or something like that because literally, it's it's holding your computer hostage. And, uh, you know, for attorneys, at least in North Carolina, we're required to make multiple backups. So Uh we don't just have one backup of our computer. We have multiple ones just in case because we have client information. And we can't lose that information of our clients. So Uh whereas you have one backup, you get one external hard drive, we have more than that. You know, yet yet one of those other things that would make you think, are you all paranoid? Well, yeah, we are, because it's our clients' information, and our clients need that information, so we don't want to lose it. Uh, Another one that's out there, uh, you know, mystery shoppers. I don't know if you're aware of mystery shoppers. Don't tell me that. Well, no, no, there are valid mystery shoppers. Oh, okay. Oh, I I used to be a mystery shopper. Oh my goodness. Oh, I used to be okay. I used to be a mystery shopper while I was while I was in law school. That made honestly some nice side money. Because and I thought and I had I had blast doing it. For those of you who aren't aware, a mystery shopper is somebody who goes into a store to test the the um the employees at the store. You know, they may, you may be sent out to ask questions about well, a some of us item. test employees for free. So yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Well, you know, for 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 mystery shoppers, you could get paid for this. You know, you just have to have a good memory so you can write down the interaction after you leave the store, and so that you can submit the report, which is, you know, again, good side money. However, if you're signing up for a mystery shopper job, if you're online and they're saying you need to send money in to get their training packet on how to be a mystery shopper. Or you need to send money in to get a listing, or you need to send money in just to get the job. That's not valid. You don't need to send money in to be a mystery shopper. Uh, it's okay. a regular job. It's a regular job, just like any other job. And I don't know of any other job where you've got to pay money to get the job. It's usually no. the other way around. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So then. Then you've got the issue of um, fake contractors at your door. Here's another scam. You know, they come up, their truck with a ladder on it. You know, I've got a roofing company, and I saw that you've got some shingles that are are, are missing on your roof. Um, so, uh, you know, it looks like it's gonna, you know, we're gonna have bad weather in the next few days. So, I think I, sh- you know, I can go up there and take a look and see what's going on. Okay, you know. <laughs> You're thinking, do I have holes in my roof or something's going to start leaking through? And so they tell you how much it's going to cost. And you're thinking, okay, let me just go ahead because if, you know, and and see what's going on with my roof. And they are not a contractor. They don't have a license. You know, you need to ask for what's your license. And I need to see something. I need you to prove to me that you're a licensed contractor in this particular field so that they don't get up on your roof because I had a client who where they did that and they put holes in her roof. They literally nailed holes in her roof. Oh. So so 3 days later when it did rain, she had water coming through the ceiling. 
Wow. So this will be another time to get their information and do some research and have them come back at another time if they're legitimate or exactly how do you because you know that? what they've come if to I've your got house, sh- right? it, it, exactly if I got shingles loose on my roof and you know and it's gonna and you say it's gonna rain you know what I've got insurance or you know I uh, I need to get a roofing company that I know of. well I'm here right now I got that but um and and there's something about somebody being right at your door that can be intimidating at times uh huh. But the answer is just say no. You have a right to say no. You don't have to do that. Um, and literally, when I say this, that it's intimidating at times, um, over the holidays, uh, there was a group that was being dropped off in neighborhoods, and they were going door to door to sell magazines. Uh, and uh, they were saying how they were in a gang beforehand. And that what? you buying a magazine would keep them out of a gang. And if you said no, it's like, well, you want me to go back and be in a, in a gang? You know, and my response to wow. that was, no, I don't, but that's your choice. That's your choice. But then again, because of what I do, I also ask for their license. Certain cities, certain municipalities, uh, certain counties, you have to have a license to go door-to-door to sell something. Uh-huh. So when I asked them that question, they said, well, the, the the coordinator up the street, he has the license. I said, no, nope, that's not how it works. Each individual has to have the license on them. I said, so I'm going to suggest that you leave before the police come. And they left. Again, but depending upon your age, depending upon if you're home by yourself, depending upon a lot of things, you can be intimidated by a scammer who's standing at your door. Uh-huh. Or who, for some reason, you let in your house. So, uh. step number one is if they're at your door, one, you nobody says you have to open your door. That's the lesson I keep on trying to teach to my children. Just because somebody rang the doorbell doesn't mean you have to open the door. Right. Uh, you can sit right there and keep on doing what you were doing. <laughs> TV on, playing loud, it really doesn't matter. Uh, if you weren't expecting somebody, then, you know, don't go. If you do open the door, then your first thought is you need to be ready to say no to whatever it is that they want and feel comfortable about it. And if you don't feel comfortable, close the door and call the police or go to the door with the phone so that you can call. Why do you think, why do you think people fall for these things? Sometimes, you know, for the things where they send you the cash, I mean, send you the check, it's the it's the lure at times of, of easier money, okay, for that one. For when they say it's the IRS calling or, like I said, or, you know, missed jury duty or your utility bill, it's the fear of being arrested or the fear of losing, you know, my power. You're going to turn my power off? I'm going to get arrested? So each each one of these has its own reasons, whether, it's, whether, whether or not they're preying on the fear factor, the curiosity factor, the um, even the helpfulness, you know, with the caregiver one. I'm just trying to help somebody who I'm going to be working for, you know, or the, you know, there's so many different reasons that people fall for these. And there's no there's no one reason. And just because you do fall for them doesn't mean that you're not smart. Doesn't That's mean, what I thought you were going to say, yeah. It, it does not mean that at all. 
because anybody can fall for any of these things. Anyone can. I just choose not to believe anything I see. <laughs> but anybody can fall for these things. Again, what about this when you, one? When you, Someone just wrote mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. about getting an email about someone being stranded somewhere. I want to say we talked about this before. So they're, um, they're stranded in a you know in a foreign country, and mm-hmm. or they were you know they their bags were stolen, everything was taken from them. And I've even seen this, and I've seen people post it on Facebook. Hey, you got an email? I'm not stranded anywhere. You know whatever. But exactly. um, they'll take they'll get somebody's name out of your email list that you know and. Now they they need help getting back home, or they're stranded somewhere. I've, yeah, I've seen those before. Right. Is so. Let's say you get one of those emails. Number one, okay, their email might have been hacked. So step number one for me is again, I hover over who sent it to see uh-huh. if it was actually them. If it was actually them, my next step is I'm going to reach out to them via phone or other friends to say, are they in this country? You know. <laughs> Did they go traveling? Right. I want to make. I, right. I want to make sure. I'm going to do my own investigative work before I go. Oh my goodness, I can't believe this. Let me wire them some money, you know, to help them out. I've got to check yeah. the things out. I, I I don't have a a knee jerk emotional response. Uh. So, so that's my response to that one. Now, I don't know if you saw, this was on a report on Good Morning America where one of the latest scams is they're calling people and telling you that, you know, your your loved one has been kidnapped. Uh-huh. Because they're trying to, again, extort money out of you. Wow. I had never heard of that one before. And I don't know how they do it where you can't reach this person at that point in time where you think this is what's happened. But wow. they did an entire story on this. So they go to extreme, people will go to extreme lengths to try and scam money from you. So, yeah, in response to that one, if you get the email saying, I'm stranded somewhere, um, number one, as I said, hover over who sent it and see if that actually was their email address. And then number two, Check with family and friends to see if, if you can't reach them. Check with family and friends to see are they actually traveling to find out before you immediately send money because we don't want to think about our loved ones in any type of situation. Right. Um, so, you know, the again, I'm going to just quickly go over the key things that you need to remember when dealing with things that you see. You know, number one, if somebody wants you to wire money, it's probably a scam because scammers want you to do this because it's impossible to trace. You wire money to a certain number, a certain person, it's gone, and they can't trace it. If somebody wants you to pay with a gift card, a green dot card, a reloadable debit card, it's a scam. And then third one, don't send money to someone you don't know whether it's cash, wire, or gift card. If you're making a what payment about, for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about when, because you said something earlier, you know, somebody said the IRS called and he was going to throw you in jail. 
So if that on that may be on the list, and I might be jumping ahead, but I was thinking of someone who told me that they were going to get thrown into jail, and I said, I don't think we have a debtor's jail here in the United States. So no, I we do think not. I, that may be on your list. I might be jumping ahead, but I was thinking of that scenario, and I was like, okay, that doesn't that doesn't add up. Like we don't get thrown in jail over debt. No, we you will get thrown in jail if you purposely write bad checks. Now, that's completely completely different, but just because you owe money and and you haven't been able to pay, no, you don't get thrown into jail for that. Um, Yes, yes, okay, the IRS, nobody wants, that strikes fear in everybody's heart, okay? The IRS will garnish wages, the IRS will go after other property if need be. They will do a whole lot of things. And if it is flat out, I will say, income tax evasion or fraud, yes, they they would potentially arrest you. However, 95% of America is not that's not the case. And if they again, and as I said, if they're calling you, number 1, they don't call. They send letters. Number 2, if they're asking you to pay in some unusual way, such as like I said, a debit card, meaning a reloadable debit card that you have to go out and get, Uh Uh that's not the IRS. That's not the IRS. That's not the police department. That's not not the court system. That's not Uh them. They're not going to ask you to go out and get a reloadable debit card and then call them back with the number. Yeah. And we usually don't tell anybody fear, shame, (laughs) not seeming smart. Uh, not telling people because that's something you should have a conversation about, and that's a huge elephant in the room. Because yes. if you've never encountered this, if you don't know that the IRS only communicates through a letter and have, and have you call them, you could very easily fall for this. But asking some questions, you might have, you might owe some money, you know. But having a conversation with somebody, say, I think I do owe some money, but this is what they ask me to do. Um, what do you think? You know. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that, that's worth looking into. It's worth looking right. into. Have a conversation with someone because you you kind of it doesn't feel right. I mean, yeah, we already don't like it when bill collectors call, but yeah, the IRS is scary. But if I don't know, talk to someone because a lot of times we won't tell people. Oh, I got all these bill collectors calling me because we're ashamed of that as well. But have a conversation. Have somebody that you can trust that you have this conversation with because in the conversation, somebody's gonna say, I don't really know what to do, but. That doesn't sound right unless they do know what to do. But if they don't, they, they say, well, that doesn't sound right. And if that's throwing up a flag just in general conversation, do a little more research. It's okay that's to right. do some research. It's okay not to know. It's okay. Exactly. Google is exactly. our friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I have to say, yes, Google is my friend. Um, then I was going to say, if somebody wants you to deposit a check for someone that you don't know and then wire money back, that's, that no matter how convincing that story is, it's a scam. Uh-huh. And then there's, you know, do not respond to any messages, whether it's over the phone, whether it's text message. I've gotten text messages asking to confirm some information huh. um, as well or or email about your bank account, about any private information. Do not respond to oh, those. Oh, ma'am. Uh-uh. You contact the company yourself. Don't call back the number they gave. Call customer service and tell them what's going on, and have and then they can let you know. 
Okay. Right. Or you can do like I do and Google the phone number. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, since you brought that up a couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so when we go to Google, do we just put in? You know what? I'm on the computer mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so you just put Google. in a phone number. Just put in a phone you number. You just put it. Just put in a phone number. Mhm. I mean, there's a website. Who calls me? I mean, but but you put in the phone number and it'll pop up all. All sorts of information. Oh. oh. Let's see here. So literally, you just put in the phone number and click Google. And click mm-hmm. insert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, well, well. Now, that I'm just, like, blown <laughs> over by that. And I'm, like, going through my phone. I'm going... You got your phone number and your baby name, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 uh, and, just, and and you know, and that that leads me to one of my last points that I want to make sure. Well, one of two things that you may not think about. Okay, as far as scammers go, uh, yes, they're criminals. Okay, so there are all sorts of criminals that are out there. So those GPS apps, whether it's you know where you check in and say I'm here, you know, <laughs> this is where I'm uh-huh. at, you know. Um, you're on vacation. You're posting pictures from the, from there. Uh, there are websites out there for for a small fee. Somebody can put your name in. They can get your your address. There's some you know you can do it for free at some places. But you put in your a person's name, you can get their address. Well, you know what? They oh. just checked in that they were across town at this restaurant, which means that their house might be empty right now. Let me go there. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know, if I can put, plug a phone number in. And pull that information up. And I plugged the phone number in and got somebody's address before, their home address. Now, granted, that website has has is now no longer free, but I've done that before. Uh-huh. And that's 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 not a very comforting thought, at all. But so, if you feel that you have been a victim of any of these things, you can go. One of the sites that you can go to is ftc.gov backslash complaint and you can go there to file a complaint. The Federal Communications Commission, you can contact them. You can look them up and contact them. And you can file complaints. If you have like the number that somebody calls you from, you can give them this information so they can at least start from there. Very, you know, crucial information. And then... In my research, I found out that uh, next week is actually income tax uh, or IRS or tax identity theft and fraud week. Really? I didn't. I, I didn't know there was such a thing. They have a week. Uh, what yeah, is? apparently. Uh, apparently wow. so. I didn't know that, but because they are because this is happening on if you go to ftc.gov and go look at their upcoming events. Uh-huh. They're having a free webinar on the 27th on tax identity theft and IRS imposter scams. So you can click on that. It's for anybody, and it's free. So you can learn some more about it. So All right, again, get that website one more time. If you go to ftc.gov, 
Okay. And scroll and scroll down to their upcoming events. You will see the webinar on tax identity theft and IRS imposter scams. And it's free for anyone. Uh, uh, uh. That's something. Well, you know what? But it's necessary. Otherwise, we wouldn't have it going on. Attorney Brown, give your information as you're wrapping up um, for today. I, I'm just like, darn. That's how I feel. <laughs> I told you when I get done talking to you, I'm like, darn. <laughs> I need to end on a happy note one day. I'm I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna find a way. But if you need okay, to reach well, me, keep for, working. Uh, keep working on it. I I am. I am. I am. I am. Uh, but if you have any estate questions or elder law questions or anything with veterans aid and attendance, uh, you can reach me at 704-795-9455. Again, that's 704-795-9455. Or you can go to my website, which is www.ncestatelawfirm.com. And right, you could Google so. my phone number and it'll pull me up. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> there, that's my happy um, note. You know, you can- that just, that just makes that just makes you want to pull up everybody's phone. I'm telling you, and start putting in everybody's phone. Oh, that's who that is. You can hang up on me if you want to, and I'll know this number. Hold on for a minute. Yeah. If an 800 number like calls my house, I Google skills. it. Uh huh. If a, I said if an 800 number calls my house, I Google it. Who is this? You know. <laughs> yeah, you don't put me on to something. That's what's getting ready to happen. That's getting ready to happen. All right. Well, you have a great one, and we'll see you back here on next month. What's next month's topic? Oh, my goodness. I cannot do it from the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize. Why? Um, Why? Why? I don't know. Lord, give me a brief moment. <laughs> I apologize. Quick, I quick even, second. Quick second. I thought, yeah, I, mean, I, I, thought I was going to be able to help you with it, but I, I, put, I set it down because you got me all Oh, I'm sorry. Next month, is, next month is February. It's all about love. Second chances. I do remember that one. I had to, uh, because I tried. Oh, okay, yeah, about, so it was about second chances. getting married again. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. you got me over here looking up phone numbers. I got off that page that I had up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just so had to remember month, the next month gonna... is February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. So you, you're thinking about giving love another try. <laughs> We're going to have some tips for you on next month with Attorney Brown. And she's on the fourth Thursday of the month. We have five Thursdays this month, so she's on the fourth Thursday of every month, so you don't want to miss that. So until next month, Attorney Brown, we'll talk to you soon. All right, great. You have a great day. You too. This portion of This Needs to Be Said radio show is being brought to you by the Law Office of Marjorie J. Brown, PC. If you have not told a friend to give us five minutes, we still are running that five-minute campaign. Give us five. Listen to any five minutes of the show, and I guarantee you'll either love it or you'll tell somebody how terrible the show was, and then they'll have to tune in for themselves to hear if you're really telling the truth, that there's a show that could really be that bad. Okay? So five-minute campaign. Thank you for giving us five minutes. Now tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to give us five minutes of their time. Up next is going to be our daily dose of weird news. It's real news. It's just weird news with Darren Marlar. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. Now, if you're not happy with Obamacare, this is not going to help. The government's health insurance website is quietly sending consumers' personal data to private companies that specialize in advertising and analyzing Internet data 
for performance and marketing. The scope of what is disclosed or how it might be used was not immediately clear, but it can include age, income, zip code, whether a person smokes, and if a person is pregnant. It can include a computer's internet address, which can identify a person's name or address when combined with other information collected by sophisticated online marketing or advertising firms. The Obama administration says healthcare.gov's connections to data firms were intended to help improve the consumer experience. Sure, because we all know that every human experience is better when it's inundated with internet ads and calls from telemarketers. A baby who was abandoned outside in a box in Russia was saved from freezing to death by a cat. Meisha, a long-haired tabby cat, came upon the box and crawled inside. She laid down with the baby, keeping him warm so that he did not freeze to death. It's not known exactly how long Meisha took care of the baby, but she meowed loudly to get the attention of a person she saw walking by, proving once and for all that it is possible for a cat to care about something other than itself. Who knew? All right, truth be told, the cat probably saw, hey, look, a baby, it's warm. I'm going to go over there. Totally selfish. You know it. Then they saw the adult passing by. Hey, that's even a better heat source. Let me now and see if they'll pick me up. Come on, you know it's true. The charity group Oxfam reports that the world's richest 1% are likely to control over half the wealth on the planet by next year. Yeah, but are they really happy? Of course they are. Tulsa, Oklahoma police arrested a man who allegedly robbed a Walgreens by throwing rubbing alcohol on a store clerk. See, that way, when the clerk gives you a tongue lashing for being an idiot, you don't get an infection. Now that anyone who wanted to see the interview has already paid to see it, either in theaters or online, Netflix announced Tuesday that it will be available to its subscribers beginning this Saturday. Streaming will only be available in the U.S. and Canada, so the rest of the world should consider itself lucky. In just two months, an American astronaut and a Russian cosmonaut will travel to the International Space Station on a year-long mission to help scientists learn more about the long-term effects of space travel on the human body. According to World Magazine, the two space veterans, both in their 50s, will launch into orbit March 27 and will remain in space until the following March. Scientists hope these two will be the first of as many as 12 one-year test subjects at the space station. The data collected will help scientists understand the physical and psychological effects of the long-term interstellar travel that will be necessary to travel to Mars and beyond. Of course, the biggest issue with that length of time in space is muscle atrophy, which is why I am the perfect candidate for space travel. Sitting in front of a microphone all day means that my muscles have already atrophied. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news anytime, anywhere with the Daily Dose of Weird News app. Download it now for free at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. Hello, this is Jerry Adams, Mr. Brown Eyed Country Soul himself. And I rock with this needs to be said. Help me, please. Get my girl on the phone. I got some news that I must tell her. But she's out of my zone. Listen, 
Operator, check the number, please. Cause I know it's not wrong. I must have dialed it a thousand times. So won't you check the line? Never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. But a lot of people become comfortable. 
they stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know, that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, 
day. Today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for to work day and night for to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on eat. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.